ਹੈਲੋ ਨਮਸਤੇ ਸਤਿ ਸ਼੍ਰੀ ਅਕਾਲ ਆਦਾਬ ਐਂਡ ਵੈਲਕਮ ਟੂ ਦਿਸ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲ ਐਪੀਸੋਡ ਆਫ ਸੀਧੀ ਬਾਤ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਯਰ ਹੋਸਟ ਲਵਪ੍ਰੀਤ ਕੌਰ ਐਂਡ ਆਮ ਸੋ ਐਲੇਟਡ ਟੁਡੇ ਥੈਟ ਸੀਧੀ ਬਾਤ ਇਜ਼ ਸੈਲੀਬ੍ਰੇਟਿੰਗ ਦ ਵਰਲਡ ਫੂਡ ਸੇਫਟੀ ਡੇ ਇਨ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਯੂਨੀਕ ਵੇ ਫੂਡ ਇਜ਼ ਆਰ ਕਾਮਨ ਗਰਾਊਂਡ ਅ ਯੂਨੀਵਰਸਲ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਦੇ ਸੇ देयर इज नो सिंसियर लव अदर देन द लव ऑफ फूड नथिंग ब्रिंग्स पीपल टुगेदर लाइक गुड फूड फूड ब्रिंग्स पीपल टुगेदर ऑन मेनी डिफरेंट लेवल्स इट्स द नरिशमेंट ऑफ द सोल एंड बॉडी इट्स ट्रूली लव हैविंग सेड दैट वी आर गोइंग टू डू एवरीथिंग पॉसिबल टू मेक श्योर दैट फूड सेफ्टी इज ऑलवेज पैरामाउंट एंड दैट वी वर्क विद द इंडस्ट्री as aggressively as we can do to make sure that we are paying attention to the food safety issues it's rightly said create a food safety culture not a food safety program knowing that food is our common love food safety involves everybody in the food chain it's rightly said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure well that is why we have two special guests for discussing the important issue of food safety and everything else about food technology we have priyanka and saket from the national institute of food technology and management with us today who will be discussing and giving us insights about this special day and the special branch food security and food technology without any further ado let's get started Hey audience let's hear it from Priyanka and Saket what they have to say about themselves and about this special day the World Food Safety Day over to you Priyanka and Saket So hello everyone my name is Saket Shivastav and I'm a BTech final year student from Niftem and I'm studying food technology and management so recently i've completed my pre placement training with uh, itc limited that is in food business division uh, manufacturing and i'm hopefully looking forward to join the company as an executive soon uh, after this covid situation improves uh, thank you so talking specifically about the world food safety day which is celebrated today so it is the second time that we are actually celebrating it the first time happened it 2019 after this addis ababa summit took place where the who united nations and like all the major stakeholders tried to uh, take a place that they will do everything to ensure food security so today's day is to make us understand our responsibility that uh, like food safety is not just uh, the responsibility of uh, the government and the producers but uh, our con- consumers as well so in fact every stakeholder from farm to fork should ensure this that food is safe and secure uh, and that's why uh, this who and fao are trying so hard to like push this public agenda and as food technologists i think it becomes very important for us to like disseminate this information try to make others in understand uh, so yeah Hello everyone uh, thank you for having me here lovepreet and simapreet uh, i'm i'm really blessed to be on this platform and talk about uh, food my very own branch my very own subject i completed my uh, internship training uh, with mapro foods private limited and uh, i'm hoping to join a uh, esteemed food company very soon 
so uh, adding on to what saket said uh, this year uh, the theme is food safety is everyone's business now obviously uh, food is consumed by everyone so so it is uh, everyone's business uh, every person every society every country government sector organization be it any institution should promote and act together on global food safety this will not only draw attention and uh, inspire people for this cause but also help prevent and detect and manage food born uh, risk as well you have introduced yourselves very beautifully and thanks a lot for opening the topic in such a wonderful way priyanka and saket well uh, it's sad that we have started celebrating this wonderful day just now but thank god you know it's better late than never at least we have started realizing the importance of food safety because there are so many food born diseases and so many things happening because of adulteration and uh, wrong practices going on in food development and manufacturing so i feel this is a very important topic just like priyanka said it's very important that uh, we understand that all of us are connected with food it is the basic necessity of any living organism we all are running in our lives and trying to earn just to eat one piece of bread and if that piece of bread is not pure then there's no sense at all having said that i want both of you to throw some light on food safety and food security well most of us the common people the laymen would usually confuse these two terms but i'm sure you both have something technical to say about it and there must be a difference between food safety and food security in general thanks for the question lovepreet even though uh, both these terms sound very similar uh, they are very different food security means if the food we have is enough to feed the world properly its equitable distribution confirmed supply fair access sustained sources among other things uh, it is basically uh, means that you are securing your food supply also to some degree uh, food security also talks about the food safety as well now food safety on the other hand means that we have safe sources to all foods which are free of any uh, kind of chemical uh, microbial contaminations uh, protection from insects rodents etc and uh, yeah that's it would like to add a little bit uh, to that uh, in general the food safety means that your food should be like free from uh, three kind of contaminations that is chemical physical and microbial like those contaminations which you can remove uh, like but still it is there so these three uh, kinds of contamination when your food doesn't have it it's safe and it's called food safety so like it can have uh, it can encompass many things like safe storage uh, cold chain facility uh, transportation labeling good quality labeling uh, like good quality processing correct temperature time and like uh, properly handling the food properly uh, serving the food like it covers a lot of things uh, it added to that is the like you must have uh, obviously we know about this hscp protocols and these things are also included uh, in this foods uh, food safety but uh, compared to that food security is that uh, you are feeding each and every person in in the world and uh, all of them are having basic access to nutrition they, like they are not malnourished uh, they are getting their uh, right to nutrition right to food and this is basically uh, food security compared to food safety 
To add to this discussion and to take it forward, I have a person to introduce here. She is the co-host, a very new co-host, Simmer Preet Kaur, who was once the guest of Sidi Bath. She has inspired all of us. She has become the volunteer and now she is moderating the show with me. She has a similar question for both of you. I want her to take up and ask you the question so that you may answer the next query. Preet, uh, for this address and it's a very wonderful opportunity for having Saket and Priyanka at our podcast CD Bar. As we know that food security and safety is a major issue and the majority of the people from rural areas, though I know some urban areas people have quite a good awareness. So I would like to ask you both like uh, people at ground level, like in rural areas, we have seen that many people are suffering from Quashiocar and Maramas and this diseases. So I would like your views like in these rural areas, what can we do like to ensure that there is a proper follow-up of the food security and safety so that we can reduce these diseases and we have more healthy individuals from the rural areas as well. Okay, so very good question at your end. Uh, in fact, uh, I would like to tell you that uh, in my college, uh, we have this compulsory semester where we have to like spend uh, your days in uh, uh, like rural setting, which is called our uh, village adoption program. It is like a like rural extension project kind of thing, where like you go to the rural areas, identify the problems related to food sector and try to solve it at the ground level. So, like coming to your question, uh, you said uh, that uh, like we have a lot of problems in uh, villages regarding this Marashmas and Koshakar. But as far as I have seen, like mostly I've been to villages of North India only under this program. But uh, as much as I have seen that uh, in urban areas we are having more cases of Koshakar and Marashmas than rural areas. In fact, rural areas people are more healthy. But regardless of that, we uh, since it's a part of our curriculum, we still try to disseminate as much information as we can. So for the, uh, those purposes, we try to like uh, educate them. Uh, we try to identify any kind of markers which is caused due to deficiency. Uh, so we handle them. We, we give them the chart or specifically made charts that what things you can have against what kind of uh, deficiencies uh, which is showing on your body we can identify and give them some cheap alternatives like uh, there are two kind of things like apple and plums so apple may be a rich man's food but plums are more nutritious so this kind of things we try to disseminate we try to give them a difference between orange and lemon which is having a different price point but both are having vitamin c in various levels so at what price point you can have what food which can give you maximum nutrition so those kind of information we try to disseminate them you have raised a very valid point here saket i do agree with you when you say that the people living in villages have better diet and health as compared to us who are living in urban areas the fact that they're living in better environments and are eating pure food and not munching on junk food keeps them avoided and better off from all the problems that we all have. Our diets and our lifestyles are very sedentary. We probably munch on junk food at all times. Also, the food in uh, urban areas is probably found to be more adulterated as compared to those who have their own buffaloes for milk. They have their own farms for organic fruits and vegetables and probably for wheat crops as well. So. 
it's obvious that they will be healthier than us and that too especially in North India. Very true observation. Having said that, we need to realize that the people living in villages might not be as privileged as us. They might have uh, lifestyles which are not as fancy as ours. But still, people like you, the students of Niftim and your university is making all the efforts so that uh, these people don't have to compromise on their health because of the price or because of the financial conditions, which is a great job. I think it's commendable and you're doing a remarkable work in this direction. God is going to bless you for this. Well, I have to say that Simmer has raised a very valid question here. We might deduce the conclusion that the lifestyle of villagers is much better than the lifestyle of urban people. But still, we cannot deny the fact that a lot of people in villages are facing problems like marasmus and other very chronic diseases because they don't have food to eat. And those issues are related to financial instability, food security and food safety, all of them. So to spread awareness, to educate them regarding these issues and to give them alternatives just like you are doing in your uh, campaign is very, very important. That way they don't have to sacrifice and compromise with their health because of financial instability. So that's a good thing. And Simmer, your observation is absolutely right. Just that it's very rare to see these problems. It's Saketan Priyanka, that's true. And uh, the it's seen that in rural areas, like it's very important to reach out. And there's uh, like a lot of awareness is too needed. So I'm very happy. And it's amazing to know that uh, Niftim students have taken up this great initiative to reach out people and uh, making them aware more. So this awareness will help them to uh, like they will be able to uh, even educate the smaller children. So in this way, we are also empowering our youth. So this initiative by your university is, I kind, uh, is a kind of inspiration. And I believe that even other people can take up such initiatives to encourage people regarding such issues. I agree with you, Simmer. The campaign that Priyanka and Saket have discussed about has definitely made me so positive about how our country is working towards food security and food safety. Having said that, Priyanka and Saket, what do you think is the situation of India? Is the government doing something in this regard? And if yes, then can you just highlight on what's happening about food safety here in India? So good question. Uh, actually, in fact, the government has been doing a lot of things uh, when it comes to food safety. But uh, everything started from 2006, as you must be knowing when this uh, Food Safety Standard Act uh, like it was passed and uh, this FSSI got these powers and lot of like colonial type of rules were there regarding food safety which were like not update, updated to modern terms so all those rules were changed lot of like innovations actually happened so after that this FSSI was uh, like given a lot of powers uh, but basically it was under ministry of health not the ministry of food but uh, still it encompasses this food safety part and uh, apart from that the government has been doing a lot of other things like recently a lot of labs have been opened like fssci has given around uh, 500 crores of investment for various kind of food safety lab even uh, one one of them we are having in aniftem also there is this ftl food technology uh, like testing lab is there which is a world class facility so Similarly, a lot of other like in government institutions, government has opened these labs uh, where you can like uh, get uh, every kind of uh, machinery and every kind of thing to carry out your tests. And apart from that, uh, this VAP program also has been started by the government of India only in like all the government food colleges in general. So 
through this also we reach out to, to rural areas for food safety and security both oh wow that's good to listen and wap is the village adoption program that we talked about earlier right uh, yes exactly uh, wap is same as the village adoption program like uh, it's a two way learning process where this village people all these people gain scientific and technical knowledge from us uh, like the students and then they can promote their future possibilities of food processing also but students on the other hand also gain information about rural scenario and traditional processing technology agriculture in general so like it's a mix of agri people and food people coming together to create something new something better uh, good point sakit i would like to throw some uh, light upon fssi as you have mentioned fssi is uh, uh, the regulatory body for all the food industries and it lays down uh, the framing or the regulations for the food safety standards and it, it also uh, gives guidelines for accreditation of the laboratories and also uh, provides the scientific advice or technical support to the uh, government uh, and contributes to development of in, uh, in, uh, international technical standards in food and uh, collects the data or uh, data regarding the food consumption or, or contamination all over the india and it also disseminates the information or and uh, promotes the awareness about food safety and nutrition in india Uh, i would also add upon uh, by saying about uh, asocam the associated chambers of commerce and industry in, in india has uh, proposed a four prolonged strategy to help businesses implement demanding food standards legislations wow thanks a lot for these informative insights because these are amazing you know i can really see some good work happening about food security and food safety in our country and all of these things the initiatives taken by universities and government together are proving to be very useful now i can pretty much understand why people say that the food industry is the winner of all industries but still i want both of you to throw some light on it why is it that the food industry is the winner of all industries and it's called such an evergreen industry because after that we can talk about career options available in food industry and how we need more youth to be involved in food safety and security but before that i want to hear from you why is it that this industry is the winner of all uh, see the food industry uh, is in general the largest sector when it comes to global economy uh, and it is estimated by the world bank that uh, it will uh, be about 10% of all the economic output so as, but as food industry we do not just mean the food processing sector right so it also has agriculture fishery etc then you come to the restaurant business catering grocery shops even your food delivery everything is the food industry like and these are just to name a few of them so uh, when you can understand the situation without uh, the entire food industry like it's literally no way to get your food from farm to fork so uh and we can just leave uh, processing for a while like you can't even get your basic food so specifically talking about this processing sector like the one which we are catering to uh, in an indian context then i would say that uh, it is about a third of the entire food industry in india and overall in india it ranks in top 5 so like it would be uh, like good to say that food industry is the winner of all industries and even like Uh, the best thing is that uh, not only the government but also there is has been a support from like uh, the corporate in general so because of that uh, food industry is definitely 
if not now it is not a winner now then it is definitely going to a winner in by 2023 2025 good points akit uh, you know uh, even the government has recognized the potential of food sector and has enabled 100% fti it has allocated 8000 crore fund specifically for dairy sector in 2019 budget uh the uh, and the government has started lot of programs for entrepreneurship subsidies uh, for msmes etc uh, and added to this mfpi is doing various fests like ahar and promoting its own colleges like neftem and iiffft fest, uh, through official channels so that people are motivated to study food technology even the global giants uh, are heavily investing in indian food sector like danone cargill nestle and uh, mo- most importantly amazon indian companies like uh, parley and itc have been very successful recently itc has been expanding into various uh, product segments recently and uh, uh, in general with uh, support from both the government uh, government and various big and small companies is definitely on a path to become the uh, major uh, major thing in the uh, industries well till date i've been hearing that people who love to eat are the best ones but after this podcast i'm going to say the people who love to produce food for everyone are the best people definitely the people who love to take care of food security take care of food safety and produce good food for us for us to sustain they are the best ones they deserve all the appreciation uh, i appreciate that question lovepreet uh, looking at the future of food technology it's obviously very promising uh, universities and colleges around the globe are adopting the domains uh, of food and agri science food and agri business management and dietary studies uh, food safety and quality food laws food microbiology food engineering etc etc uh, and and these are just a few to name uh, we know that food processing sector also called the sunrise sector as it is supposed to grow at a phenomenal rate as long as humans are there the food will be needed so the food sector is going to rise and it will definitely grow uh, good point priyanka uh, like even during the times of this covid 19 uh, we have known that about 70% of the food processing sector were and are still running and uh, like that's a great feat when you compare with other sectors which performed uh, during the covid 19 so despite that uh, whatever priyanka added there are a lot of challenges that young people like you me like everyone needs to provide solutions to like there's uh, degradation of soil is there environment pollution water shortage is there as as we are like depleting our groundwater levels so these are a major problems to humankind and uh, like these outcomes of rapid growth will like bring the need to like produce high quality food with efficiency also right so the people can use technology to produce optimum quality and quantity of food while taking care of the nature like in a sustainable way so while taking care of nutrition also so there's this is where the food tech guys will come in and the food tech is in general very vast subject like numerous fields are there uh, as per your interest you can choose priyanka has already added that so recently uh, like i've seen a lot of people with showing interest towards diet dietary studies and these things also honestly i regret being an electronics engineer right now but i'm glad that i met you and we are discussing on this crucial issue 
it's good to know about the golden experiences and opportunities that you guys have got because we don't find these very often on Google. And I was about to ask in context to COVID-19, Saket, that what do you think post-COVID-19 is the food industry going to grow even more? Because after this pandemic, people have become more health conscious and food security and safety will be the primary concerns of everyone, even if they were not till date. I find people being more concerned about their diet, their health, their families, even more than money and business. I can actually see that transformation coming in. So I think uh, the food industry has a very bright future. Kudos to both of you for so beautifully explaining the opportunities that the food industry has for the youth who are interested to join it in any role. Well, now the youth can relax and enter this field with full strength and motivation. And you can also serve the nation with one of the primary things that the world needs for surviving, food. Isn't it great? Your job is secured, your future is secured, and the future of the world is also secured. That's the best thing you can do. Very rightly said, Saket. Even I have some associations where I see uh, small businesses, the organic vegetables business or something like the frozen fruits business springing up right now because they are using this disaster as an opportunity for themselves. Definitely, that's the need of the hour and people shifting towards healthier lifestyle is something which we always needed. So it's nothing wrong. We need not feel guilty of that. That's actually an amazing transformation. Okay, so I would like to answer this question in a like personal on a personal note. So, as uh, I was working with uh, this ITC Limited uh, during my pre-placement training only. So at that time, I noticed completely different statistics when it uh, came to production, like within various sectors, like confectionery, biscuits, and uh, like all snack sector, snack sector, and all other things. But after COVID, during this COVID-19, uh, when I tried to inquire with my company colleagues and other people that what exactly is happening, so then they're saying that uh, like some sectors like this confectionery chocolate has completely gone down, while the other sectors like this biscuits, snacks like the CB noodles and biscuits like Sunfeast and all, they have drastically gone up and like are running on full full scale productions. So I would say that uh, while some sectors will definitely be down uh, because obviously nobody is going to have candies and chocolates not right now, right? But everybody is trying to like hoard these things uh, like biscuits, snacks, which are uh, like becoming a packaged food is now becoming a staple diet for a lot of people. Uh, so yeah, that that is also there. But apart from that, this uh, vegan food and healthy food alternatives are coming up. So a lot of scope is again there. A lot of my friends have started working on like meat free burgers, like which taste like meat. Uh, they look like meat, but they are not meat. So uh, some of my friends have already started working on this to deal with the post COVID-19 world. So as you can see that with every disaster and everything comes a lot of opportunities. So like uh, every time you have something to work on. So this COVID-19 has also given us a lot of opportunities to work on. So that's my point. It's the brilliant point, Saket, what you mentioned that uh, every problem or every disaster brings in a lot of opportunities. The, this, the same scenario is with COVID. And I would like to add with uh, add on to your point that uh, uh, food companies are, uh, many food companies are partnering with Amway uh, and, uh, you know, uh, to get their food safely to consumers. And nowadays, packed and fortified foods are in trend. And uh, recently, uh, Natural Beverages teamed up with Amway uh, so that uh, the uh, food is in, uh, safe, like food is safe and uh, lesser in contact with people. 
and a lot of companies are now realizing the value of money uh, since uh, many of them are crushed because of uh, the covid and uh, now the companies are also learning how to tackle the uh, the you know uh, the bankruptcy or um, the losses which they suffered and uh, uh, companies are also learning uh, uh, like how many people are loyal to their brand during this adversity said priyanka now i would like to ask you like uh, one among the sustainable development goals is zero hunger like it's about ending hunger achieving food security improving nutrition and like promoting sustainable ag- agriculture so i would like to know your views like about sustainable practices related to food and we also know like the plant based food like which is in more demand than the animal based these days and people are taking inspiration from the asian communities like malaysia and china which rely on plant based food and also in mediterranean communities they have also mastered the art of making the plant based food like pasta tangents so can you just tell me about some sustainable food practices and how plant based food is being promoted or the initiatives in this field so really great question simmer uh, yeah people nowadays are shifting towards uh, more of you know a plant based uh, products food products mainly uh, plant based meat you know uh, which taste like uh, meat but they are made of plant or uh, plant products some of the examples are uh, plant based burgers sausages and chicken increasing increasingly popular and uh, you know uh, also available in uh, fast food restaurants and grocery stores stores Uh, there's this uh, udaipur based food tech startup uh, named as a uh, good dot you know uh, it is gashing uh, on in uh, on the rising trend of plant based food and leanings in the indian market and they are making vegan burgers and uh, vegan patties vegan uh, tikkas and etc okay uh, so talking about sustainable food actually uh i was very curious about this because uh, recently it's my final year project as well like the sustainable like in a management section that uh, acceptability of sustainable foods in the current situation and uh, like compared to before compared to like various geographical sections so so basically specifically in asia uh, i i got a lot of responses from people in asia in general so they were very accepting of this sustainable food options and uh, like i tried to explain them that uh, what actually sustainable food means that uh, one which is not uh, giving a lot of uh, like depleting a lot of water resources uh, one where farmer can organically produce them in a best quality without any contamination infections or other kind of things like it's best in every quality fulfilled with nutrition so apart from that uh, like it uh, has been produced in best way it is produced locally like it's produced in your own country in your own local region to support the local community uh, and most specifically the point which uh, like most food technologists or people in general uh, do not consider much about the packaging so sometimes more than the food the it is the packaging which is destroying the environment so uh, i specifically made focus on eco labels eco packaging like uh the one having the carbon footprint low water footprint the rainforest alliance those kind of labels so those things are uh, i think the future right now and we should uh, 
even after the covid 19 even before the covid 19 situation it was necessary but after this it becomes more necessary uh, to support to get good quality of food filled with nutrition which fulfills uh, the criteria of food safety food security both of them apart from that it should also be sustainable to the environment sustainable to the farmer which has produ- which he is producing it so Uh, that is my idea of sustainable food and i have got a lot of good responses uh, for my final year project on this one i have to say this and i think most of our listeners would agree with the fact that it's a proud moment to see how indian students are excelling so much in their fields both of you have such a wide knowledge of food industry and food technology specifically and saket your project is amazing and i think you are going to cater the global audience very very soon My heart fills with pride when I listen to such things that you guys are actually not just talking but are working on sustainable development goals as well along with fulfilling your dreams and career which is a great thing both of you deserve a congratulations on this Having said that it's really important to see sustainability as the biggest factor in whatever we are doing even technologies like AI machine learning big data all of these are also based on sustainability of the earth Just a few days back, in fact, two days back precisely, we celebrated the World Environment Day, the day on which we discovered the beauty of our environment and nature. And we can just not risk the beauty for anything. And which is why I feel, Saket, your initiative is to be appreciated. Well, I think we have discussed quite a lot about the food industry, food technology, food safety, food security, and everything else related to this field. Both of you have covered all the questions and all the aspects so beautifully that I'm literally left with nothing more to ask. In fact, I would say that I could go on talking about this field, but you guys have covered everything in a precisely beautiful manner. But now it's time for some fun. Now both your moderators are Punjabi, meaning. Simmer and I both of us are Punjabis and everyone knows that Punjabis love food. Why just Punjabis? Everyone loves food. In this situation of COVID-19 amongst all the big problems that we are facing, one of the biggest problem is obesity. We are munching on all sorts of things, eating all sorts of dishes. We have all become cooks and we are just becoming fat. There is no gym to burn the fat and we are sitting at home just wondering one day will be thin again. Well, this is just a joke. I want both of you to throw some light on dietary habits and what is a good diet. How people can man- maintain a good diet and what's your view about good food in general? I find people being more concerned about their diet, their health, their families even more than money and business. I can actually see that transformation coming in. So, I think uh, the food industry has a very bright future. Okay so coming to diet goals like speaking of a good diet uh, like eating a healthy diet should not be about uh, strict limitations that oh i cannot eat this i cannot eat that or i should eat this like it is not also about staying very thin or like uh, or depriving yourself of the foods that you love in order to become thin so rather it's about feeling great uh, with whatever uh, like you have having more energy having more health improving your health in fact uh, and uh, healthy eating like does not have to be so much complicated right like many times we seem quite overwhelmed when you are searching on the internet okay how to get slim how to get thin how to follow uh, these these kind of diet 
but uh, i would like to say that everyone is an expert on the internet right uh, someone will say have this other one will say don't have this so what are you going to do uh, so in reality uh, while some specific foods or nutrients will obviously will will be required as they have specific beneficial effects but uh, in general it's the overall your dietary plan and everything that decides uh, what you have to eat what you have to do like it depends a lot upon your age your gender what kind of lifestyle you're following a lot of things are there so i think uh, priya can expand these things uh, so priyanka can you like explain uh, their points on obesity they are specifically talking so uh, i think you have done something on this uh, and specifically she can also explain about the dietary uh, like specific dietary in general dietary requirements uh, because she has studied some of these very nicely saket to be very honest simir and i both of us are really thin and this was a question which was on audience demand i feel and i'm happy that at least someone is real with the answer it's true that you may keep on searching about diets on the internet and you will get 100 suggestions the most important thing is for you to feel happy inside you should be healthy and happy and active from inside doesn't matter what you're munching on of course you have to keep a check on the junk munching that you do but of course at the end of the day it's important to satisfy your soul and stomach with whatever it likes as they say life is too short to avoid a pizza right in front of you just because you're on a diet well no one should get offended by this it's just my personal opinion i have something to add here i don't know if it's funny or not but i just cooked something in my strange mind see a friend a best friend a boyfriend a girlfriend everything has an end but food no only food has no end at all it has to be amazing yeah thank you saket i'll show through i'll throw some light upon uh, the healthy dietary patterns uh, we all need a balance of protein uh, fat carbohydrates fiber vitamins and minerals in our diets you know uh, in each in specific amount to sustain a healthy body uh, i i think uh, a healthy eating plan uh, should emphasize uh, fruits vegetables whole grains and fat free or low fat milk and milk products and it should include lean meats uh, poultry fish beans eggs and nuts uh, and also uh, it should be low in saturated fats trans fats cholesterol salt and added sugars and also uh, a healthy eating plan you know uh, it should uh, stay within your daily calorie needs really nice frank plate but i still want to add something on obesity since it was on audience demand uh, i would suggest uh, people eating uh, more of uh, dietary fiber and uh, you know um, and add uh, more vegetables and fruits in their diet and consume less processed and sugary fru- uh, foods and uh, i think uh, um, uh, people very well understand uh, what's a bad food and uh, what's a good food so uh, and also uh, they can uh, focus on uh, the uh, s- uh, slow eating you know eating slowly and only when hungry thanks a lot priyanka to eat is a necessity but to eat intelligently is an art and priyanka has helped us the right way to become an artist well it was a pleasure working with both of you saket and priyanka i don't think there could be a better way to celebrate the world food safety day other than this where we learned so much from both of you and learned so much about the food industry 
Thanks a lot for sharing such wonderful insights and experiences with us. Before I close the podcast, I want to hear from you your closing remarks or suggestions for the youth who are listening to you right now. What I mean is, if there was one piece of advice which you could give to all your listeners, what will that be? Thank you so much uh, to both of you uh, for having us here on Sidhi Bath. It was really a pleasure to be with you guys. And uh, I would uh, give just one advice to all the people like uh, people should go for uh, food tech startups, you know, uh, regardless of your profession, uh, because a startup involves a lot of learning, a lot of uh, growth opportunities are there in startup. And also, I would like to end with the saying, you know, uh, like cooking is all about people. Uh, food is maybe the only universal thing that really has the power to bring everyone together. No matter what culture, everywhere around the world, people eat together. Uh, thank you, Simmer and Lafreet. Uh, it was really fun to like interact with you guys. And uh, uh, for uh, the people who are listening this, I would like to say that regardless of uh, which industry you are in, like food processing industry is a type of industry which welcomes everyone with open hands. Like you don't have to be a food tech guy, as Priyanka said, to excel in the food processing industry. So we say na ki like dil ka rasta pet se hoke jata hai. And uh, that's the same thing. When your heart is, is at food, uh, you love eating food, your heart will be at food. You will do good in the food industry. Mein. And uh, regard of, with regard to any problems, any suggestions, uh, you can always contact me on my LinkedIn. And uh, on Priyanka's LinkedIn, we are very active. And we would love to engage with all of you uh, regarding any future doubts, clarification, help. We are always there. So thank you to both of you for having us here. Till date, I spent a lot of time holding the refrigerator door open looking for answers. But now on, I'll be going to Saket and Priyanka for all my food-related queries. You have been an absolute pleasure to work with. And for all of you who are listening, do note their LinkedIn IDs and refer to them whenever you have any doubts. You will get all your answers, just like you got in this podcast. Sakir and uh, Priyanka for coming up for the uh, Sidibad podcast show. It was a very pleasure having you here. I would like to conclude by saying that I won't be impressed with technology until I download food. That's the impact food technology makes on everyone. And I wish that everyone can have some connection with this field. Well, Simmer, all of us can absolutely relate with your expectations and to make this expectation a reality, all the food industry people and technology freaks and all the engineers have to come together and make something happen for you. We'll try that. We'll try that. Don't worry. It's a promise from me, Saket and Priyanka that we would definitely try that and make you a part of it. It's time for me now to say a goodbye to all of you. I am deeply touched and elated by the presence of Saket and Priyanka on the podcast. Thank you so much for sparing your precious time and sharing such wonderful insights with us. Thank you, Simmer. Your first day as a moderator with Siti Bath has been amazing. And I'm really impressed by how you have become such a wonderful speaker in a few days. And to all my listeners, thank you so much. I bow down and I respect the amount of unconditional love and support that you guys have been showing us since the very first day of our podcast series we are obliged and we would seek your cooperation forever please do like share and subscribe to our channel do keep showering your love on all the youth leaders let's learn something from them and let's bring a positive change in the society 
I will see you in the next episode of Sidi Baat. Till then, keep smiling, take care of yourself, be very positive, and stay connected. This is your host signing off, Lafreet Kaur.